It's a nice theme. So like, <laughs> yeah, just start with like, just start with a big rip, a wet rip and fart. Just... So, welcome to the podcast, everyone. All four people that are probably listening to this. Uh, it's the Bamf Report, I guess. It's a title. Don't think about it. <laughs> think about it's it. It's a podcast for. <laughs> Today I'm joined, I'm joined with uh, Drew. Drew. Hi. Yeah, no, that's that's me. And applause, fucking hell. Round of applause for And Dan. Aye. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about a bunch of bullshit and the inevitable. It certainly attack. was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's more. There's, there's bullshit, and then there's there's the sniper. Four, there's four hours. Oh, did, but, you, did you? Uh, did you not like it then? We'll get to that. We'll get yeah, yeah, to yeah. that, Drew. Well, fuck First out. of all, um, let's just catch up because I haven't spoken to a couple of you guys on actual voice speaking in a while. So, except for Dan, who I've been talking with for the past forty-five minutes while Drew's been trying to again. <laughs> Look, man. So, yeah, it's, it's not your fault. All right, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Drew. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not I my did my fault. best. <laughs> So, Drew, what have you yeah. been doing or watching or playing or whatever this week? Tell tell oh, the listeners. Oh, God. I have, uh, to the disgrace of everybody, uh, I say everybody, fucking out, you guys, um, I've been rinsing Cyberpunk like it's criminal. I think that game's fucking incredible, frankly. Uh, but saying that, I, oh. I, can, I, I, can hear, I can hear in, uh, in your silence that that's, that's not right. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> to be fair, I've not played it. I um, I started playing it. I just haven't got very far into it because I've been playing. I've been playing other stuff. So like, I've got to spoilers. Spoilers for Cyberpunk, a game that came out three months ago. Um, I got to Jackie's death, and I just went. Oh, I'm just gonna play something else, and I just started playing something else. But I, the game itself is pretty good. The mechanics are solid. I just, I, I, can't I think a big, a big point of that game is. I, I think because uh, I don't play games as often as, as you do, um, I don't have that expect. Obviously, I, I can see there's glitches. You, you run into a wall and you you're in a different game. You crash, whatever. But um, why am I in Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but I, I think I I proper love that aesthetic. I, I just so it's like a dream for me because I'm never going to get a metal arm. Let's let's face it, the world's not going to give me that. Um, so that's the closest thing I can get to it. So I, I enjoyed it for that aspect he's walking through the city you can look up and you can see all this stuff i'm yet to play ghost of tsushima that's the one that you mm. were both raving about dan that's... especially i'm yet to get yeah. to that. Love that game i think it's really good it, i for me it drops off towards the back end because it just gets a bit repetitive but the combat will pull you through that game all the way you will you will enjoy every minute every fight you will never run away from a fight in that game you're like fuck yeah yeah you're gonna like they try and push the stealth mechanic in it and i'm like why would i do that when i can literally walk up to the front gates and go challenge me yeah. and then just like battle my way through a whole settlement sort of thing yeah the stealth thing just went right out the fucking window there yeah and if again, it's it's more so the aesthetic with that again yeah. it's the i think dan was um I th- I'm oh, sure I, Dan. We're, we're posting screenshots like every, every five minutes of so just all this stuff, and I just wanted to see it, you know, because obviously current laws are currently yeah. going to Japan. Not that I could have done before, skint on the, uh, yeah. the money, but no, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> you both, Dan especially, is a bit of a weeb. 
and Drew, you're you're very much a weeb as well, so you'll enjoy it just for aesthetically. And like Drew will really get into the combat of it, like the preciseness of it. You'll really dig into that. Cyberpunk, um, yeah, I just I'm just kind of waiting for the best version of that to come out. So like yeah, that's why I'm start playing it. Yeah, I got it on PS4 because I had like a I had thirty quid from something, and I was like, ah, oh, well. I've just gained 30 quid out of nowhere, so I'll just buy it. It's not going to cost me anything. So I got it on Amazon, and I was like, and now I've got a free next-gen upgrade, so I'll just get that whenever that comes out, and that's kind of how I've been sitting on that. But I don't I don't hate Cyberpunk. I just, it's like, if I can, if I turn the dialogue off, I think I'll really enjoy it. It's just a case I of, think, like, like, walking that, through things and seeing signs that are like, fuck to death. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, it is, I guess, I guess it's, it depends. That game really depends on how much uh, you really, you really enjoy anything to do with sort of. Si- I see cyberpunk as as a as an entire sort of as genre, a, I guess. But um, yeah. it's it sort of tries to put everything that you've seen from Blade Runner upwards to all the the little sci-fi movies. Like you had that one with um, I can't remember the name, but a dude made a cyborg in like this underground basement that he had. Ex Machina. That's the one. So it's got like elements of all that sort of stuff in. But if you're really into all of that, like super heavily, then I think it feels a bit more natural to play. But if you're not, when you hear dialogue like, oh, let's just go fucking kill it, then you're a bit like, oh, this is this is like a 15-year-old edgy. Whatever. But the story itself is really good, um, I-, I thought. It doesn't have the, uh, again, spoilers, it doesn't have that typical... Uh, everything's going to be fine and you get to the end and everything is fine it's as soon as the story starts and you're told you're going to die this is what's going to happen to you that's the way the story takes you and it does it in a really cool sort of cyber fashion where you do all this cool shit that you do if you were living in like neo tokyo and whatever mm. so it's it's really it's really cool if you're into it if you're not then it's fucking it's edgelord. it's, yeah. it's edgelord material like to 100 100% <clears throat> it, it's ridiculous that's the thing. Like, I like I like roaming around and like driving isn't wasn't great when I played it last. But like, I don't I do like I don't like I don't like driving around. I don't street. like I don't that, like the, accent, the edgy. The I don't like the edgy the edgy material. But I do like wandering around the city. Before, before we talk about it, I got to bring up. I got to bring up. It is from fucking Snyder's cut. That end scene where you hear Mira use the word bastard. What do you remember that? You did, yeah. When she went. I'm not going to let that bastard. And I was like, what? what? How did that slip through the edit? I know. Well, look, everything look, slipped look. through the edit. We'll, we'll, right, okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, yeah. Dan, tell us your expert Yo. from this week. This week, I have been enjoying the fact that it's my last week of working from home in my current job, so I've not given a fuck, and I've just been watching films whilst working. So um, I decided to revisit the DC universe because I'd only gotten as far as BVS before uh, for very good reasons because that just was terrible and just ruined any sort of DC thing for me. So I started off with watching Wonder Woman before I went into that and I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. That was a pretty solid film. Um, And then went to Man of Steel. I'm the only one here who probably really liked it, still really like it. It's got so many faults, but like I, I had that fucking soundtrack, man. The Learn to Fly scene, I absolutely love it. And I love the score when it kicks in. Um, and whenever his theme comes up in like B 
BVS and yeah. in Snyder Cut as well. It's uh, it does it gets me every time. No, when I went back to um when I went back to Man of Steel, like there's there's definitely choices in that film, and like mm. I don't like I don't like Snyder like like I've said before, Snyder's um very much a uh, yes. he's an area he's an area uh fucking what was it An Rand like follower, so guy. it's very like. The concept of Superman isn't hopeful for someone like him. It's like, oh, this is a god whose only thing he wants to do is rule over all of us petty humans and things like that. But yeah, but at the same time, Henry Cavill as Superman is fucking great. He's just good. really good. There's just things like and- it's it's the cast around him that kind of fall flat for me. Of like Kevin oh, Kevin Costner's fucking Jonathan Kent is a disgrace. Yeah. It's- like, you can help these people, but don't. <sighs> Really? See, I gotta. I, I yeah. Gotta, that that I can't blame that on Costa. That's definitely a Snyder thing. Snyder's got this habit of he tries. Uh, he's oh God. It's a horrible habit. He tries to impart this idea that death and and loss are some huge, mm. huge things you've got to deal with. And Man of Steel does it to a degree where they all the way through there they sort of impart that and how um, some people can accept. Death, provided they're keeping someone safe, which I guess is what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I thought Kevin Costner did a good job of all that, but he, I think writing, Kevin Costner's yeah. really good at doing all that. However, the, the writing in that film... It's just like is, you said. Yeah, like, the writing in that film is, is hot yeah, garbage. I don't hate Madison Steel. I just think, like, said, when I'm watching the, it, I'm just kind of watching amazing. it, kind of going, oh, oh, oh. Oh, for me, oh. I've said this before, it's with me, that opening scene on Krypton, I think, is just fucking yeah. fantastic, because, like, when they've sort of done, I haven't read many Superman comics, so my only real sort of access to Superman has been via Christopher Reeve films, uh, which are great to an extent. And one and two, um, yeah, and yeah, exactly, and the um, sort of like TV shows. And Krypton has always been just um, a sort of weird white backgroundy, crystalline sort of place with lots of guys in white robes and. It doesn't look alien. It just looks like a fucking monastery. So the fact that they just went balls to the wall, sci-fi, fucking space dragons and lasers, why not? Uh, Cock rockets and butt plug rockets, whichever way you view those. That was a weird choice that was. I don't get that. Yeah. Yeah, how did it? Yeah, that's that's some some, that, that's right some now, somebody so green lighted like, that. Like, like, that's the one for me. Yeah. Don't look phallic to you. What? No, no, not gay. Yeah, that's what it is. I don't care. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, it, it was weird, but um, I really like Michael Shannon in that Zod. I think yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, um, he's so intense. Um, but no, no, it's, it's really good. And the only way place it falls apart for me, apart from like super cynical. Uh, Park Kent is disaster porn at the end. Yeah, this gets it's so bad. I liked the fact that like you see like the you know these guys clashing each other, and you do see buildings yeah. get knocked down and stuff like that, and go through buildings. That's fine. But then it went to the extent where like they're literally standing on opposite ends of like a wasteland at the end of it, and I'm just there like this, this, this is a bit too much now. It just seems yeah, you've gone too far over the top. I get you going for like realism as it were that was me doing speech marks with people listening person <laughs> listening um and yeah it was uh, a thing but yeah anyway going on from on, on from that though like i went into bvs and i tried the legendary edition yeah yeah and i honestly couldn't tell what they'd added because nothing made it better um like it, 
It was just yeah, bad. They, so they, bad. They fleshed out more of Lex Luthor in that cut. So like there's more there's a bit more Lex Luthor and there's a bit more Batman, I think. So like <clears throat> you find out you find out, he says, more of Lex Luthor's motivations and things like like the uh <clears throat> oh, I can't even remember. Yeah, I blocked that film out of my mind. A lot of it. Like, Red games are coming. Did, did, they, did they cut in in that version? Did they cut out that horrendous scene where he sticks a toffee in some dude's mouth? No, is that that's not known. It's called super they creepy. Kept that in. Yeah, that that no no amount of everyone would have batted him on that. Yeah. Money or not. Yeah. That guy would have been like, get your finger out of my, mouth. Out of my fucking yeah. mouth. And like you instinctively would have just pulled your head back if somebody came near your face with their hand like yeah. that. And it, it was just <laughs> yeah, right. so weird. Oh, God. Yeah, I, um, like, I, like, uh, I like Batman. I like, I like, contrary to popular opinion, I do like um, Ben Affleck's Batman. He's he's not Batman. He's Gunman. But like, I do like, I do like his characterization. He's, he's, yeah. He does it really well. And like I said... Henry Cavill's Superman is also really well done. It's just it's the things around it that kind of pull that that thing down. Like the um the the fucking the Martha scene is it remains one of the dumbest fucking things ever put to film. I'm just like, what's ah. bizarre about that is that is an that is an amazing like between the two of them you got Batman and Superman who are completely different yeah. in every sense through their motivations, whatever their their beliefs, yeah. whatever. But that scene, I could see what it was attempting to do. I think everyone yeah. could. In the, that's, that's like this, this section of humanity. Everyone can relate to the fact that they love their parents. And then that sort of, it gave them both that, that air of humanity, like little kids. But it was so badly executed. <laughs> yeah. in the mid, like Just randomly in the middle of it. Plus, if you were like, how did it even get to the point where they have to yeah. fight? He could have immediately just said, I've got to have a chat with you. <laughs> I was about just, to say. Just, just, a, just, a, just a moment. Or when Lex Luthor's like, I've got Lois. He could have been like, you do realize the damage I yeah. could do to everyone. It's not just that. He could have just, before he, he could have super sped to Batman and gone and just gone, oh, Lex Luthor's challenging me to fight you because he's kidnapped my mother and I need to save his mother. And you'd have gone, yeah. oh, uh, right, we'll sort that out. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he lands and then walks menacingly towards him. Yeah. And it's just, they're like, what, what, why? I mean, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, you wouldn't have film. Yes, they have to fight. It's called Batman. Yeah, yeah, it's Batman. But still, yeah. it's like, there's, there, there are. In narrative, sure, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are better ways they could have had them go to blows than just their like, yeah, the staging of. There's that. nothing we could say that hasn't been said a million times before. No, not like, about that movie. No, like you either you either buy into yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. And like I, I can think... watch it and be like, this is cool. I like seeing Batman do his Arkham combat towards the end. I can and I can wave my hand past a lot of other stuff. Lex Luthor's terrible and like the Granny's <laughs> Peach team scene and fucking all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's like it's a movie. You know what I mean? It's Batman. It, it, it certainly is. It just yeah. reminded me with that uh, that scene in the warehouse there where he goes and he owns those guys and it looks fucking badass and it is like you say the Arkham combat. He's just like, beating the shit out of them and then he has the fucking audacity to go. I'm a friend of your son's who I tried to murder about two minutes ago. Yeah, it's like, no. You could say, like, oh, Superman sent me, or I know Clark, something like that. Not like, yeah, we're mates, like, you know, he's that. probably talked about me, you know? It's the, but, uh, yeah. It's like, he, Superman at the end does the fucking great sacrifice, and it's just like, Batman should have just been like, oh, 
maybe if I hadn't just been weakened in his powers for the last forty-five minutes, he would have survived that. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and also that. Go back to that thing. I know again it sets up like the the Justice League and Superman yeah. has to die because reasons. It's like, okay, so you've got to ram this kryptonite spear into the guy. Just give it to Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, just give it she to Wonder Woman. Like kryptonite. She can just fucking she's super strong and she's the god killer, and she can literally just super speed right into yeah. that book and screw him as well without the sort of dramatic blah 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 thing. Like yeah. Or or just throw it. <laughs> yeah. There's that, yeah. Just, you're the strongest man in the universe. Just throw it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like you said, it's it's got to be a movie. And like he was setting, he, he was setting up a trilogy of movies and that was part of it. And like, you know, that's just well, That's just is, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the wording that I saw for that was a trilogy of five was something that I read. I was like, that's not how trilogies work. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm it's the same way I know I'm yeah. skipping ahead here but that's also the same way tridents don't fucking work a trident <laughs> has five <laughs> has three sort of prongs in fucking Justice League and he goes oh yeah you've got to take your father's, father's trident that's a pitchfork mate it's got five bloody prongs <laughs> like <laughs> no, oh yeah you've got to take your father's pitchfork oh, <laughs> it's right. stupid okay. not a trident um, so what have I been doing? Is that what we're going to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Circling back to you again. Yeah, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? I have been playing a lot of Valheim. I've been watching Stargate Atlantis. I've been watching a lot of Stargate Atlantis because mm-hmm. I watch the same fifteen television shows every, 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 all the time. Every all the time. Yep. Every great. all the time. Uh, yeah, I've been playing Valheim, which is pretty good. You know, if you don't have it, it's basically Viking Minecraft with bosses, I think is the best way to describe it, I guess. You've, you, you have not sold that to me <laughs> with that description. Well, you've just, you've I'm, just I'm sorry. Valheim is Cyberpunk Vikings Minecraft. <laughs> that would be fucking legit. Anyway. Like, um, so I, I, yeah, go on. I've been playing that. I've been playing Bonewicks. Again on VR, trying some DLC on that, which is always fun. Boneworks, I think, is the probably the second best VR game you can buy, and that's questionable to other people. But it's just the gunplay in it is fantastic. Um, you said that with a lot of menace. <laughs> it is. It is the second best fucking VR game you can buy. Buy it. Buy it now. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I've just been working and gaming and watching comic book stuff. Uh, have we watched? Have we watched Falcon Winter Soldier? I know Dan has. Yeah, I haven't. No, I stay away from a lot of that now. Oh yeah, I've you were out, them. aren't you? You said after. Any- yeah, I thought I, 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 I felt the fatigue of all that. It really, it really got to me. I think it was a nice ending seeing that. Uh, cap, right. you know, the cap can... ending of Endgame. Yeah, um, but I don't mind if you, if you want to spoil it. I mean, I. It's I, not really much of, to spoil, I, really. No, nah, nothing really happened. It's very um. It's. It's much more MCU than One Division. It doesn't try and it doesn't really take any chances or do anything weird. It's much more like in the vein of um, Winter Soldier and Civil War and like very Bruce Brothers esque. I'd say it's got um, movie budget though because that opening yeah. scene with Falcon, that action scene, was ridiculous. I was like, this is literally like just watching an MCU film. Like, just, but like the... that fucking that cracked me up because it was just like. Oh no, the Falcon's following us. We must escape. How do we escape? Wingsuits! <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
fucking morons, man. <laughs> he's got like the ultimate wingsuit. He's got a jet-powered wingsuit, and you're trying to just sort of like, yeah, well, we're at gravity's mercy, so you know, drinks on him. No. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking dumb. But yeah, it was just great to see that and just see see Bucky again and see him like the the themes they're dealing with and like. His his my name is Earl list, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. I think if you if you're on the fence about it, which I don't think many people are, you're either watching it or you're not. Watch it. It's out. It's on TV. Well, yeah. I give it a bit. Yeah, well, Captain fucking pessimist, you. Anyway, I'm not pessimistic. Anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, well, no, no, you don't get speaking of pessimism. <laughs> speaking of speaking of hating everything and pessimism. Zack Snyder's the Snyder Cut Cut Justice uh, League the Snyder League Cut of by Zack Snyder. That's <clears throat> I. What are we doing? So <laughs> the preamble for people who aren't aware of the Snyder Cut. And God bless you if you aren't, because you're fucking living life the best way. Without <laughs> the internet. Justice League came out a few years ago, and Zack Snyder, due to family um, um uh, tragedy tragedy and personal reasons decided i can't finish this film so i'm gonna leave it to warner brothers they'll take care of it and they got joss whedon in and they kind of said oh joss whedon will listen to us and warner brothers apparently butchered the shit out of it and whedon added a bunch of stuff to make it a bit more coherent and a bit more quote unquote marvel and released it with the mustache problem which is because they reshot a bunch of stuff, Henry Cavill was in the middle of Mission Impossible Fallout, and he grew a, the best mustache ever put to film. And then they were like, oh, can we get him to shave it if we pay for the makeup budget? And Paramount were like, huh, no. It's like, yeah, but it's like, it'd it'd be be tough. <laughs> no, we're flexing. No. It would have been cheaper for them to make like a fake mustache. <laughs> like, just to go yeah, to his face. Shit, it was just... And, um, that shit was just super childish. It was. Yeah. Like, that, that whole thing was... It was a baller move, though. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, I respect it, but it's dumb as fuck. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it resulted in the most horrific upper lip in the world. And it was just kind of... Like, I don't hate... I kind of... I like that version of Justice League. And I'm... I'm, I'm, one, <laughs> I'm one of ten people in the world who do. I think it's fine. I think it's it adds life to superman it's plenty it's there's this hope in that film it's got its problems that weird eastern european family that didn't need to be in there is in there the color grading's really off in places the the film the film exists (laughs) all right the film is just garbage so there was a fan petition to release the supposed snyder cut where snyder had apparently filmed 80 percent of the film and handed it over to warner brothers and they threw it out now, the problem I find with it, which I'm sure most of you guys do, Snyder then had three years of perfect hindsight to listen to every fan theory that was handed to him and go, yeah, that was in it. <laughs> He's like, oh, was Marshall Manhunter in there? Yeah, he was in it. Were the Green Lanterns in there? Oh, yeah, totally. Was John Stewart in there? Yeah, man. Was the Black Suit in there? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and then... The fans went mental and they petitioned it and Warner caved and they were like, look, we got HBO Max coming and we really need something big to put on HBO Max. So uh, we just get this guy to do some more stuff and we can put that on HBO Max. And uh, that's what they did. And Snyder then was given $75 million and three months to reshoot a bunch of stuff. 
and add all the things he basically said he was going to put in the film that was already in the film in the film. <clears throat> and here we are. We're caught up. It's it's garbage. It's it is the the whole thing is well. I did some deep dive on this, right? So a lot of the things that he said he was going to put in uh, years ago and said were in there, and he showed some storyboards of things that were put in yeah. uh, in the film. And apparently these things existed. But then Kevin Smith and some other I can't I can't remember a name. Um, I'd have to dig it up. I I did write it down somewhere. Um, both claimed that they had seen it, and one of the claims was. Uh, both of them had um, two big stories about uh, big story beats from the film that were just phenomenal. And they set this up that which didn't exist. And then everyone else started coming out and telling stories that they'd seen it. Yeah. And it had all these scenes in which didn't exist. So either there's two ways I feel this went. And this is just me being cynical. Obviously, I know that things happen yeah. in edits. And, cynical? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never. Just, just, just a bit. So it's either been changed after the fact, which sort of defeats the point of releasing a Snyder Cut. Yeah, or it's uh, they they just made it up, which both of them are just a bit petty, really. I mean, if the cut existed, fine. And if he wants to edit it, more power to him. And if he wanted to release it, it's only fair he made the movie. Yeah, but um, he yeah he was given a lot of a, a lot of hindsight with it. Yeah. So it's it's more like an after after the fact cut. Like I mean, yeah. you're not yeah. telling me he planned on putting Joker in it. D- don't give no. me that. No, you that that was that was nonsense, and it, uh, just so much of it. I just thought uh, there's a bit in it that, from seventeen that got loads of criticism. It's a minor point. No one will give a shit. But it's where uh, Steppenwolf he catches a missile and he says primitive. Yeah, right. That you can see where he he cut that and he cut it quite badly because he he clearly saw all the backlash that that one line got because it made the guy seem really stupid. He's like, he, he would know about these weapons. Yeah. But who cares? So he cut that. And a lot of it was just, oh my God, I didn't even know where to begin. Right. It's well, just fucking let's, hell. Let's, let's start at the beginning. Superman, well, I can tell you... Superman and the death hid round the world. Right. I got, ten I got minute... one major point about that. <sighs> that thing, you know where it's going? <sighs> You're, yeah. you know that Simpsons episode where it's, they're in <laughs> Australia and March is like, stood there and Homer oh. goes, Marge, Lisa. I thought, what am I? This is, it just it, it came across so badly. Like, and I thought it was a nice idea, but it's oh just, god, it came across badly. It was um, it's just too they, long, man. It just they could have just done. Long. They could have just done one big sort of thing, and then you could have that shockwave going round, and it hits the mother yeah. boxes and wakes them up, or all the you know the mother boxes detect there's no Kryptonian on the planet, or what have you. But yeah, the really weird sort of like, it's like no, no, this is silly. It's just blowing like massive smoke rings almost. It's just that. It's a it's a problem that carries on throughout the film of just scenes that end and then keep going. And like shots that just linger for too long, and things that just hang on for too long. And I saw a tweet today; I can't remember who it was that said, "Like you can't really call it the Snyder Cut when you just put every bit of footage you had in the film." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's how it. Yeah, that's, that, that is how it felt. It felt like they just went like to jump forward. The Wonder Woman scene is better. It's better in this cut because it's more fleshed out. The 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 
bad guys are a the bit bank more, scene. Yeah, the bank scene. The bad guys. Yeah, are a bit, I thought um, that was one of the parts I thought was yeah, really good. They're better motivated. There's more danger there. But then it ends and the explosion goes off and the hat drifts onto the bonnet and you're like, that's the cut point. And then it comes back into the fucking building and it's like, we don't need to see this. Like, all right. Okay, yeah, there's no follow up needed. You get the nice scene of here, the, the little kid going, can I be like you someday? And it's like, you can be whatever you want to be. And it's like, oh, that's cute. But it's just, it yeah. just doesn't need to be in the film. This is like, it, it's, it's, it's cute. cute. Yeah. It's cute until you realize the point that one woman actually like straight up murdered a bunch of guys. Yeah. And you can be whatever you want to be. And there's meanwhile, there's some guy with all his limbs broken, smashed against the wall. <laughs> and the major fact of uh, the, the, the the honest answer to that should have been absolutely not i was born in a place that i'm not even allowed to go back to now yeah i'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm an like, amazonian like, i'm super strong i'm a superhero it's like you're, you're a fucking school kid it's like can i do that <laughs> no, and what, are you, what are you doing in the bank your tricks are dumb no it was it was a it was a it was a field it was a school trip they they did to, they did bring up oh, nice. yeah I, I don't know maybe they're learning about commerce and how banks are fucked capitalism. but um yeah capitalism <laughs> get in now get in really get your bank account now get it now but um yeah it was brought up in the scene they were like oh no look they had this clipboard with like a, all the people in the bank which you know that exists <laughs> you know, I don't know when you've ever gone to a bank, but I always have to sign in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That man with the clipboard. Yeah. But, um, it's always full of school tricks, bro. You know, do what I want. Uh, but yeah, like that was much more fleshed out. But like I said, it, it, it carried on. And like there's a lot of scenes like that. And like you said earlier this week, the, the 20 full seconds of an arrow flying through the air. Abysmal. That was the point where I, I found I found myself trying to write notes on it and watch it through with uh, a very balanced outlook and just yeah. try and be, just, just watch it for what it is and sort of make notes on what I liked and disliked. And as soon as I saw that 20-second arrow shot, or well, it wasn't a shot, it was, yeah. it was like three shots. <laughs> I just thought, what? Yeah. This is, but that whole scene as well, like the part where she's praying to the arrow, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They I could have just done away with that. It doesn't further. I've got in my anything. in my notes here. It's like, where is it? It's um, oh, blah blah blah. Fuck! I took so many fucking notes. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> this man has an in. No, no, no. Further on than that. Jesus Christ! This movie's so long. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that one of your notes? <laughs> yeah. uh, where is it? That's just a page. Yeah, that's it. This bad guy can move anywhere instantly with an interdimensional portal. So let's take all day to do a ceremony to warn the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, and that's like, like. Uh, There's worse than that, though. There's a part where, yeah. you know, when he comes, well, first off, I don't know why that Amazonian woman was approaching the box. What was she planning on doing when she got there? Uh, like, oh, when she had ducked her with a sword. She yeah. wanted to turn into so, the Hulk. <laughs> right. And then on top of that, when, when she's about to run down the tunnel with with the uh the mother box yeah she she does a hard right and then runs up the wall yeah to do a slow-mo shot and then lands and then gets to running down the corridor and it it looks cool like it's a cool shot yeah it's just pointless. but that's exactly snyder's problem it, it's right. like he, he he thinks i can bail down this corridor or i can have a do an action boot and it just yeah. it ruins so many scenes overall speaking like, to that though yeah go on sorry yeah uh, speaking to that though, like the first, very first note that I made on my pad was slow mo. 
Because if you cut out all of the slow-mo in this film, it would be like a two and a half hour cut. It was yeah. fucking ridiculous. Like it was so gratuitous. I don't Oh, I don't I hate like, slow mo now. I, I actually I, hate slow mo now. The only time it's acceptable is kind of like with the flash and the speedster yeah. aspect of it. Nobody else needs to be slow mo, especially not for that long. Yeah. Like the bank scene well, has isn't it. The bit like, with the flash, you know where the flash puts his finger through the glass? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's a nice idea, but I'd love to see that played out and see how many people within that vicinity got absolutely Shredded. like sword fish. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that explosion went off. By every piece of glass, it was traveling at about 900 miles an hour. Right. Okay. Let's, let's, before we start really getting on board with the hate train, <clears throat> did anybody like anything in this film? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, let's talk did. about the stuff we like because, like, we'll, and then we'll shit on it till for the next 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of found myself, weirdly, I found myself enjoying it a bit more. As it went on... Towards the end, it definitely gets better. With BVS, like, by the time you'd gotten, like, halfway through, or not even halfway through, I was there, like, I don't like this film, I definitely don't like this film. And then I kind of dropped off. But, like, I noticed it because I stopped taking notes when it got to a certain point. I think it was after you finished, like, the backstory stuff with, like, Flash and Cyborg, and, like, you, they were, like, getting on with it. Yeah. Less started to grate on me. And I started to kind of enjoy the film a lot more. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, you can still cut here and there, blah, 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 blah. But I find myself kind of settling into it once they'd kind of like just got all of this preamble and stuff at the start and I spring it up into the pretentious fucking titles and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Once that was gone and you'd gotten on to past the Age of Heroes chapter, I think it's called, yeah. I, I started to sort of like settle into it a lot more. I um, I felt like throughout the film, like, most most of the actual the big beats and the scenes were much better in this version because they felt more coherent, which would obviously be which is I know coherence and loose fucking weird there, but like it would be because it's all his stuff. You you can sort of you don't know why you can you can tell, but you can feel that these things would have other properties in which they're they're worthwhile having. Yeah, and that suit just doesn't feel like one of them. It, it felt a bit. It looked better so than Overkill, but yeah, it oh, was. Oh, sure. the Steppenwolf one. Yeah, Steppenwolf was all. But like I said, yeah. like, like in my notes here, I put like it's edgier than this movie's entire tone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's so it, it was a really like, needlessly. It spiky. was a really edgy costume to have. But in concept, but that's, it's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, but that whole scene with the Amazons. Yeah, I, I mean, one of the the notes I made was <clears throat> that they they are the. They're, they're portrayed as like absolute badasses. Yeah. Whenever I saw the Amazons, um, or the way they were written in for this, with the exception of that one who was like shit in her pants walking up to the mother box inexplicably. Yeah. I fucking don't know why she's doing that. The rest of them had this like the prowess. They all felt like a, a cohesive unit. Definitely. Um, and they felt as if they were all on the same page because they'd all trained to the point where all of them were on the same level. But one of them was better than the other, or stronger than the other. They all knew exactly what they should be yeah. doing, and that, that, I think they portrayed that really well. And I did think that scene where he was uh, Steppenwolf was chasing them, and he, uh, especially there's one part where he just checks his axe down and then launches a horse. Yeah. I thought that was that was pretty yeah. cool. Like they made him feel like he was, he was getting more sick. Yeah, and like of their of their just fucking annoyance. Yeah. like they were just getting really annoying. Yeah, but then it got to the point where 
she was fine in an hour at him and it was just out of nowhere he's like well i guess i better fucking catch this boom tube back home <laughs> and then just disappears and i was like oh that was good i think um it's fucking pointless i think like say overall every every character's motivations and like everything's was much more like i mean it was explained away better but then like it's like we said earlier like he put everything in the film so it would be there was no there was so like dan was saying just now there's so much exposition in the first half of this movie that like you can't not have everything explained but towards the end i feel like that worked because you got steppenwolf's motivations you got why you got how aquaman got his armor and his pitchfork and you got how like you know you understand the pitchfork's canon now (laughs) these are things that i i I think didn't need to be explained though i think that's part of the problem with the rush job i mean there's a a question to be asked about whether would this film be classed as any good if the other one didn't exist yeah like or is it just because without the other one as a sort of uh a comparison um, uh, yeah you you don't really um there's not really much that you would find interesting you like there's you don't really care how he got his trident you don't really care how these little things came about what you care about is how the characters come together and that's the whole point of the film but they add all these smaller bits in between that make it feel like such a crammed rush job of a four-hour film it's it's really weird it's like the dichotomy the whole thing is just fucking bizarre i can speak to that though because i never actually watched the original so as soon right. as I'd heard that they had hacked like a three-hour film, because that was not before the Snyder Cut, I think the original thing they were going to release was three hours, and then they cut it in half to an hour and a half, I think it was, yeah. the original Justice yeah. League. As soon as they said they'd done that, I was like, this reeks of trouble production. I'm not going to bother. I didn't enjoy BBS. Fuck it. And it wasn't that I was kind of holding out for the Snyder Cut or anything like that, because much like you know, most sort of people, I was very much a case of people banging on about the Snyder Cut, and I was like, the Snyder Cut doesn't exist. They didn't finish that film sort of thing. Yeah. Stop going on about it, because I hated that whole bloody movement. It got toxic, yeah. and people were just being absolute dicks about it. So I completely switched off. So I was never holding out for a Justice League film. And then when this did come out, I was there like, oh, do you know what? That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a watch. By all means, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. And um, I, going into it, it's, I did, I did kind of, it's hard because there are so many little things to kind of nitpick it and, and so many yeah. sort of faults that carry over from BVS in terms of like the style, the art direction, the character motivations, the tone and things like that. But as a whole, I think it's it's a film I probably would watch again, but I will never have the energy to. Yeah. <laughs> I because it's so long. And yeah, and it's it's it was all right sort of thing. It's I still enjoyed Man of Steel more. Um I definitely preferred this to to BVS. I definitely enjoyed Wonder Woman more than this. But um, yeah, as, as somebody who hasn't actually seen the original, so I can't go like, oh yeah, well it's definitely better because like you know it's got all this added shit in it and less yeah. of that sort of shit. It's it's it, it, it felt like it was doing its own thing and not trying to be something else like a Marvel film. Yeah, which um, again, that that's the that's the that's the that's the um, what I was saying earlier about like the tone is very consistent like it, it yeah it's very it is very much a it is a Zack Snyder Travis film. Far, but... yeah it's a Zack Snyder film for better or worse like mm. you either like this aesthetic and everything's kind of muted and gray and blue and it's everything so dark and everybody talks like this when they're serious and it's, it's a super serious I got my super serious crest voice on but at the same time 
it's unified in its tone and it's yeah and that kind of aesthetic and if you're bought in on the dceu dc cinematic universe i guess then you would be you'd enjoy this and like at not to spoil my thoughts on it like i don't hate it i think it's better than the original justice league and i like the original justice league i i would watch this again but i think it just needs an hour trimmed out of it i just think yeah. that that's kind of how i feel but oh, just well like let's talk about characters and like scenes and we'll just try and bounce around here like jeremy irons in this film is fucking fantastic more alfred in this film every scene he's in i think it's <clears throat> fucking brilliant he adds... I, I disagree really that fucking scene where he's, he's trying to teach Shock. he's trying to teach you to make tea get rid of it <sighs> Fucking get rid of it. No. What was that? It was put no, it, 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 that's what I mean by you can't just have things in a film which don't move the film. Like you just can't do that. Like, it's there's a line you can it does it it made nothing and it, it did nothing and it never came about and you never saw them really interact again in any way. It didn't gel them together in I any sort of way. It was just a really stupid, pointless and it's stuff like that which was constant. See, I didn't I... think his character was good, but it it just that things like that scene that no I, no no the, I the, think you've got to don't pour it on because you'll burn the tear. I was like sod off man. I I've been here for just, three um, hours. I know. Just get out. Like, like, it's like years old. I know how to make tea. It's a um, it's a product exactly. of like putting everything oh, in. Hell. Yeah, I think though that like that scene right. You I get it. I just like seeing Jeremy Irons and anything, but um. I think more of him adds better to his characterization, and you get to see more of the Alfred Bruce Wayne dynamic, which is much more fleshed out. And when like he brings the Justice League into the Batcave, and he's like, "This is Alfred. I work for him," and it's like, "That's a good line." <laughs> yeah, that was. I like that. that was, I like that a yeah. lot. And like, um, Alfred's very capable, and you see Bruce Wayne's much more capable than just being like, "I'm going to send an email to Wonder Woman with I know who you are" and things like that. Um, I like Jason Momoa as Aquaman in this. I think I, I like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I think he's perfectly cast. He's just being Jason, being Jason Momoa. That's what he's doing. But oh, I, I love it. I love him was, so much. Was he a lot oh, more yeah, quickly in the original line. Line. Um No, he was exactly the same. the same. But like the scene, the Icelandic, like um, Bruce goes to find him scene was much more stripped out and like joke. Not jokeified, but one-linered. It was much more trailer. Yeah, because I swear I remember in the trailer and the, like the little sort of like preview things they did. I remember him being a bit more kind of like cocky and stuff and things like. Because I know I know that the Whedon sort of like cut did have a lot more of the Whedon sort of quippy sensibilities and Whedon, whatnot. Um, Whedon cut added this thing where like it was so fucking dumb. I found it funny, but it was dumb as fuck. We're like they're talking about something in the back crab or bat plane or something like that and um aquaman's sitting down and he's like talking to flash or someone and he's going like man we're screwed we're not gonna make it blah 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 blah. and then he gets up and he's been sat on the lasso of truth and he's just like fuck <laughs> you know what i mean that kind of thing oh, all anyway, right yeah. it's like a dumb throwaway joke but it just it didn't it, it, it was not needed whereas aquaman in this you like you say you get a bit more of his motivations you get like why he's so angry about being ostracized by his mother and she abandoned like quote she abandoned him and everything like that and his father so that's why he kind of curses the atlanteans and doesn't want to go to his call which you asked this week if aquaman was before or after justice league and this directly yeah. mentions that it's 
clearly before Aquaman. Yeah, because Orm's they mention Orm, don't they? Yeah, and yeah. I know he's the villain in Aquaman, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad I didn't yeah. watch Aquaman um, before watching this. And like, but when, but like once Momoa that like Momoa's just got this charm to him, and even though he's and he's just like dressed like a bat. You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. I fucking love that. It's like, that's so cool. Yeah, in front of everybody in the town. But like, I, I was going to say. Explain, I can explain that. Like, I can I can see why he's done that because this town has held the secret of Aquaman for God knows how many generations. So like him just kind of like, you wouldn't cross the God, I guess, if by spilling these secrets, mm. I guess. But at the same time, I know what you mean. It's just like, Oh, I'm just going to out you as Batman in front of this village <laughs> who hate you, by the way, because you just tried to buy them off. <laughs> that, that, that vill- no, that, that village from the get-go were a bunch of dicks. Like, that old man who was in there was immediately like, get out of our-. And I was like, dude, he's a stranger who's clearly just come here on fucking horseback yeah. inexplicably again. Like, you Bruce Wayne, get off a horse. That weird choir. That, stranger, that weird choir. That choir oh. No, I made a note about that. I was yeah, like, I what the hell is this? Cut it out. It's that just went a, and nowhere. she sniffs it like, like <laughs> Arthur. If you were Aquaman, you would not go back to a, a fucking village. Aquaman must that's rapey for your ass. He must just burn through shirts and jumpers like you wouldn't fucking yeah. believe. Because every time he gets to the water, it's like don't need this shirt anymore. He must just have a contain a shipping container somewhere under the water, just filled with t-shirts and tank tops. But like, there's, there's <laughs> no... that's another thing I had. Like, where did he get that vest from? Like, he saved the guy in a boat, then went to the pub and nicked some booze and then took his vest off oh man i love him i love him i love his characterization um he's, like, no... he's, a, he's a pain in the fucking ass <laughs> there's no reason for it i think i mentioned it um whilst i was watching it though it's there like why did he take his jumper off but not his trousers not that i'm sort of like oh, I want <laughs> yeah, under these trousers. it was there uh, like yeah but surely like you're super powered underwater no. like you can yeah. keep your jumper on like or, i, I or, wanted to see just... him with his pants <laughs> off <laughs> No. <laughs> I, just, I was thinking, or just in the Aquaman Green Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, no, yeah. Full on. I know the most. The thing I bumped into with Aquaman was every time he approached the water, ready to go in, it turned into a cologne advert. Yeah. So it kind of like slow down, and then the waves would crash up, and then he'd kind of like whip his hair <laughs> and like drop his bottle of booze or something like that, and then dive in, and then you'd expect it just to, the screen to go black and it just to say, Davidoff Oh, the fromage. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> You'll I, get smell, I, but um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the fromage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like bonged the fromage. Omelette de fromage. Oh, the fromage. No, I liked, I liked our command. I like. Like Wonder Woman's a bit like she's just Wonder Woman in this, and like the bit is like again in this. Wow, how how reductive. <laughs> no, but like it's, like I've really come around on her character, and like fucking hell, you know what I mean? Like it's just she 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 didn't need changing, so like she's just hit. That's the character, and like it is a bit dumb where it's like she doesn't wear a mask. So when the the person's like, "Oh, what did you do this weekend, Diana?" It's like. Oh, nothing major. It's like, well, because I saw you on the news saving a bunch of school children <laughs> from a bank. <laughs> or someone who looks exactly like you. Are you Wonder Woman? Maybe. Uh, nothing major. This thing is, Wonder Woman is probably my favourite character, I would say. And that's yeah, because she is the only one who is consistent. Like, she is just from the get-go. She's not sort of, like, changing her sort of, like, motivations on a whim. She's not sort of being 
like completely sort of like irrational and gung ho about it. She is there like, I gotta go in, I've gotta go and do a job. Uh, and look systemically badass doing it. Like I love the bank scene where she's deflecting the bullets with the thing. Yeah. I thought they made that look really cool. Yeah, that like, was amazing. I was so badass. But like she all the way through, she's like she's a constant and she seems to be the most level headed one of yeah. the bunch. Um But she knows she's she's aware of the greater threat though, I guess, because like she would have yeah. been told these stories as a, as an Amazonian and child. Her motivations as well, like her sort of character in general. It, it follows in on, on a nice line from her solo movie as well, I find. Like, yeah. my going in, it's like, oh, I know I'm getting Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman is being Wonder Woman. She's great. She's fantastic sort of thing. She's kicking ass. And then like, you get sort of Batman, Batman v Superman, who is just like... Gunman. All impotent rain, rage and sort of like, <laughs> oh, no, this man's stronger than me. I don't know how to take him down. It's like massive yeah. small dick syndrome. <laughs> and then, like... Superman, it's you don't know when they're gonna go like, oh, oh, evil Superman. It's yeah. evil Superman, it's not a good Superman. It's like because Zack Snyder's just that's one of my points I've got on this with Superman, yeah. is that like they need to drop this evil Superman obsession, just let him be Superman. Yeah. It, it it's not what you go there for, but she seems to be the most sort of close in terms of um translation from the comics, I find. And no, I think that's probably why I like her so much. I um Batman definitely comes across as a like a, just a petulant child. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I think Rea- he's, very, done a... he's very reactionary. He's not. He, it, it, my problem with him at the. I I still like Batfleck, but yeah, my problem with him. He, he there's no there's not much planning involved in him. And this is supposed to be the world's greatest detective and everything like that. But like he's just everything just seems like oh shit this happened I need to do something about it rather than like okay, this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the solution, this is the tools I have, this is the team I need. It just seems very like, Superman died. Oh, shit, I made a promise. I guess I need to get this team together. Oh, no, something yeah. Oh, bad shit, I caused this. Yeah, something, something terrible is happening overseas, so I guess I need to really make sure that I fucking do this properly. And like, I, I, like, I just I straight up rename him Gunman in my notes, because like, every time you see him in this film, at some point in every scene, he carries a gun. He just yeah. can't. He cannot get enough of guns. He's like, I fucking love guns. And the, the bit at the end where he's like, Alfred turns his gauntlets into energy catching guns. I know. And it's like, it's- <laughs> when they get to the end and they get into the big final battle, and he's just like driving through the thing, and he's going up the tower and the thing, and he's just like, he gets to this point where he sees the big turret, and he goes, like you can see his eyes light up and go, big fucking gun. And he's just like. <laughs> Oh my god, big fucking gun! And he's just blasting the shit out of stuff and then blows it up and moves on to the next big fucking gun. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. But I still like when he's fighting and it's the bat the actual Batman fighting, it's it's all really on point. And like he's re- Bru- Ben Affleck's a really good Bruce Wayne when he gets the charm out and he can be a really good Batman, but like yeah, he's too reactionary. He's too Yeah. It's the story no- he's written. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's the characterization that's come through from this yeah. trilogy of five. Playing it is absolutely fine. Yeah, um, but it's, it's just the way. Uh, this is what he's the script that he's given. It seems sort of. Uh, what what did you think? That. What did you guys think of the uh, Martian Manhunter reveal? <laughs> the get it out. The there. first one. Get rid of it. That was. First, some yeah. people call me. Oh, the first the one. First oh, it's one. all of it. Like, just get rid of all of it. Like, the film's already four hours long. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that right, and I put in my my note says what Martian Manhunter what, and I was like, that was one of the most obvious looking reshoots I've ever seen. 
Like, yeah. not just not the not the epilogue vision. That was clearly a reshoot because Ben Aff- Ben Affleck's really skinny and tired, and you know it's all done in CG. But like, when when she leaves the room and it's like, come back to the world, Lois. I'm just like, you fucking you tack this in, man. You there's no way this was in the film originally. There's no way you were like, oh, I'm gonna make this. Like, why would he go to Lois Lane? Like. Yeah. Well, that came about. Uh, as a, there was a storyboard, like in 2018, yeah, maybe 2017. I'm sure it was 2018. Um, which I think that was one of the first. Uh, I, I won't say it leaks. It was when he was, you know, he's always trying to make that. Is it Venmo happen or whatever it is, or Vero? Oh, uh, yeah, he's, that, that... he's got to just get off there. He's the only person on there. But anyway, yeah, yeah, he, uh, he he put up a storyboard, which was uh, that scene. And I think one of the comments uh, that he left with it was the only thing they didn't get to film was uh, Lennox turning into Martian Manhunter in that particular scene yeah, or something like that. But I, I always get the impression that he, because he, he draws up a lot, a lot of his own storyboard, that he just did, he drew that up after the fact as a, yeah. um, again, as a, here's what I was planning on doing with Martian Manhunter. And I thought, well, it, it doesn't need to be in there. Yeah, like, it, I know it's a nice it, hint, it was but it's, kind it's of like really... it was added because everyone was like in in Man of Steel. Everyone kind of went, "Ooh, is that Martian Manhunter?" And then he kind of went, "Oh, it could be." Uh, yeah, sure. And, yeah, because what well, they have confused. a deal at the end where they're, they're going to reveal is the Atom. Is it the Atom? Oh, um, is it uh, what's his name? It, uh, the character, but they were like, "You're you're a, you're the king of." like genetics or whatever or yeah the atom is the person like who creates he has he has like he's like ant-man i guess and he can yeah he but can, the, the uh yeah. they introduce him at the end is that scientist that they're like why don't you come and work for us or something you work oh, that, you know, the, the lead, uh, he's the lead project designer in star labs yeah 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 i get you and there was a lot there's a lot of that and it they're nice ideas mm. and they would sit well in separate movies but yeah. when you put all of these things in one it's like everything to just, the wall see what sticks yeah yeah it's just that it's that email thing where they just go is we've we've got them all in email but they've just done it in really random scenes yeah martian manhunter visiting lois lane and then at the What's, end some um, people call me martian manhunter like who who called you that you seem to have yeah, yeah you nobody. seem to reveal yourself only to bruce wayne <laughs> when you just say like just call me john yeah You'd call him Eminem. You'd fucking you'd call him anything, anything. You would never refer to him as my Yo Martian Manhunter. What are you up to? They don't in the comments. They call him John. Yeah, his name is like his Earth name is John. Yes, yeah, so you just like oh, they call me John, but you can call me whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like, I'm oh. also known as. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I bumped into that because I think I I did ask while I was watching it on the WhatsApp group. I did say like, was he in the original cut? Because no. it felt so weird. Because watching Man of Steel. There's no indication. There's no little wink. There's no little slime nod. There's literally zero hints. That's one it could be. Yeah. By Martian Manhunter, and that's why when that came out of nowhere, I was like, "Why?" And this sort of like speaks to like one of the points that I sort of like written down here. I don't think this film is particularly accessible to anybody who's not that savvy with the comics. Yeah. Like it's because. The, the, a, lot, a lot of the stuff, I mean, the stuff with like the new gods and fucking Granny Goodness, it's like, why is there an old lady there? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, you know at all, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to like, and I was like, yeah, my, my DC knowledge is only fleeting, I will I will admit, like, yeah. well, but my sort of wider DC Justice league sort of stuff 
and mm. the, the dark side stuff is quite fleeting but and that's where i bumped into it a little bit so i don't think to like your casual kind of viewer yeah it doesn't it, there's no it like say it's it's like marvel put things in and they they're really su- subtle to a point about it but this just felt yeah. like like you said like you they they threw in granny goodness and all this kind of stuff and like the like the the beginning battle like the the flashback battle is very like oh i guess that's a green lantern because there's a ring and there's a green thing on his chest and like is that zeus is that Ares? is that hercules what what was- who are these people the battle itself looked very cool it's much more fleshed out and thing did you see oh just a jump no i disagree with that i'll talk about the battle in yeah. a second Go but on. did you did you see the recycled shot they used Yes, yeah, of Zeus doing the electric. No, not just that. There's the, oh, I didn't see that one, but there's the one where... Um, electric, lightning, Jesus yeah, Christ. Where Darkseid comes down and he grabs the ground and drags his hand across the ground, picks up the earth and smashes the ground and discovers the anti-life equation. And an hour later, Steppenwolf comes in and does the fucking exact same thing. All they did was change out the model of Darkseid with Steppenwolf. It's the exact same scene. They just took out Darkseid um... And put Steppenwolf in instead, and it's literally hand in the ground, picks up the dirt, hits the hammer, and goes up. Oh, and it's like, this is this is what like you don't need this like, oh. And like I said, like to go from there, like why would Darkseid forget that the Anti Life Equation was there? This is the only planet that... he's ever lost on. Yeah, and it was the one where he lost the mother boxes. Like, do you yeah. we lost the, left those boxes behind before? Where was that? I can't right. remember. It, it seems really important. It could be ten. It could be five thousand years ago. But like, you, like if someone kicked you in the nut so bad you lost a nut, you'd never forget that fucking face. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Flash. How? How do you like? How? How are you guys sitting on Flash? I really like Flash in this. Mm-hmm. Of course, you do. of course. You do. <laughs> of course. He adds. Really like he adds so well. much life to the movie. Like I found. Uh, my notes are. Two seconds in, the Flash is already the most irritating <laughs> prick in the movie. That's, that's but he came in and he's sorry. I'm like, I just, and I just want to oh, hate you. I hate everything about no, you. Like, everything. I, he just, he, he was, he's so much better. Like all that stuff when, just the way he acts and the way he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so unstable and I just don't get humans. Ah. Oh. But like, there's much, stop there's it, less man. of that in there is okay, like okay, there is a lot of that still in this, but there's less. Of, there's, like, there's less of it, the, but the brunch, the like brunch line is gone, which is good because that line is so fucking. Dumb. Thank but, God. Like, I just found like up until up until the Flash came in the movie, I felt like everything was like, oh, you just want to just sit there and just fucking jab a knife into your throat and just be like, oh, this is so fucking miserable. And then the Flash comes in, and it's like he's he's like. ADHD and he's hyperactive and he's just life to him. There's like there's there's a bit of spark to the spark, but, I guess, in in his performance. And it adds just that's when I find when the flash comes in, that's when I found like the actual kind of like caught joy in the movie kind of kicks in, in a sense. Yeah. My the, my problem with that is though is it's about as subtle as sledgehammer because it's <laughs> well, so it's the, jarring. It's the, it's the where it just goes from like. <laughs> everything's sad, everything's drab, everything's sad, and then he's sort of like, hey, I'm the goofy little sidekick, look at me, yeah. I've got the ADHD. Oh, oh that's and very it's... fair. Yeah, that's very fair. fair yeah, right. and that that's the only thing where I was a bit like, whoa, hang on, this is a bit too too sudden sort of thing to go into this. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't mind him, but he grated on me as it went on, like, and 
his introduction, like, so what have I written on my notes here? Flash kills with creepy sex looks. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, he does. The hot dog. The hot dog. The hot dog. So, like, he, he, this is the first, in, so from what I can gather, this is the first time he's met Iris going into that pet shop. Yes. And they have a little moment, and it's, again, ridiculously drawn out slow-mo. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of go like, oh, it's how he sees the world because he's super fast. Okay, fine. And then, like, the only reason she almost hits that truck is because he captures her eye again, and they have another slow-mo look at each other sort of thing, like, ah, uh, quite like you. And it's just like, I've, yeah, I've walked into a shop before and gone like, oh, that stranger is quite attractive. I've never tried to hold her gaze, like, repeatedly. It's like, oh, she's going past the window again, and then they're both kind of, like, looking at each other. She gets hit by a car. Then it goes super creepy because she gets thrown out of the, so gets hit by a truck, <laughs> flies out of the car. He goes up to her, and then instead of just going like, "Okay, grab her, get her out of this danger," he's sort of like, oh, I'm "Just gonna, just gonna, gonna check this out. Just gonna make it <laughs> the time we've got together where she's oh, completely unaware that I'm touching her hair." And there's like a weird, then there's a hot dog going by her face, which somehow <laughs> makes it even creepier. And it's I, like, I, I, I'm so uncomfortable with this. I'm That's so uncomfortable with issue, this. Right? Break that scene down, right? So he lives at that speed, right? Yeah. He's caught, so he's staring at her for like a day and a half. <laughs> like he's just looking at her. <laughs> so he's just constantly staring at her. Meanwhile, oh. a man in the lorry is trying to get a burger, right? Yeah. He's trying to reach down to get his burger that he's dropped on the floor. So in this scenario where no one has got any sort of road sense, he's trying to get, bear in mind, Mid-crash, he's still trying to get his burger, <laughs> right? And he, they fall in love in what I imagine, because mm. I don't think road accidents to that degree are that common no. in one person's life. They, they have a bonding session, fall in love during the most traumatic event that she's ever Every going to through, experience. Yeah. And meanwhile, he, he's going to have to rem- have that memory, should they ever get together, as I remember the time I fell in love with you and I stole a hot dog. <laughs> In I saw that hot dog scene go way different. <laughs> when he grabbed the hot dog, I was like, for the love of God, do not put that in your mouth. Do not put that in your mouth. I was like, oh, where is this going? Where is this going? And then it, just, it, it was... Oh, yeah. It was, oh, that scene was just so it's bad. It's so dumb. And then tell me like, go back. And then be like, oh, I always carry a hot dog on me. Her reaction should have been, I'll give you a job on Monday. Her reaction should have been, I'm not hiring a guy who carries a hot dog, dog in the pocket. <laughs> Just in case dogs are upset. <laughs> I, if, I, if, if I'm bumped into a stranger and they're like, "Why have you got a hot dog?" I went because sometimes dogs get upset. I'm, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call a few people and after you move from the street, <laughs> clearly insane. I'd like oh. to see that theme just in real time because for Iris, that yeah. would all be in the space of like a second or two. A second or two, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, and the thing is, he didn't even go and check on the guy in the truck. No, fuck he it. saved Iris. Like, was, that guy, okay, yeah, he was all right, but I mean, the, he still hit yeah. something at speed. The resonant. And like, did he get his burger? Right yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's immediately what I thought. The I Resident thought Evil 2 scene, yeah. That's straight up Resident Evil 2, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, I've, but yeah, I've I've made, made, I check that, dude. Why did I miss? But I did the, like the other thing I. I like him. The, the the thing that will stick with me now is just the thing that I wrote about him, which was just slow-mo sex pest, and that is how he will be known as for all time, because that was so unsettling. I was like, oh, this boy's going to get me too'd. Like, it was like, so bad. I, the actor already did. Yeah, he did. He's a oh, he? he's, yeah, he's probably like oh, I did. I did his suit at the end, though. You know uh, that, that horrible, horrible, 
horrible, horrible, horrible, horrible, horrible, horrible scene with Joker. Yeah. Yeah. It's Flash's suit at the end of that. Yeah. It looks kind of like mech. I thought it that looks was like um, really Ninja from Metal cool. Gear. Yeah, it looks very cyborg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I um, I thought that was, that was really. I really cool. like so, the. Uh, that's a... I like. Sorry to cut you off, because, but you hate everything. So. <laughs> 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 I, um... yeah. I really... I'm out of it. <laughs> I really I'm liked. I'm sick of this shit. After after obviously the unity happens, everything explodes. That him running back through time, that scene of like time rebuilding as he moves for backwards through it. It was really, I fucking, I really like that scene. I thought that was really yeah, that was cool. cool. Pretty well done. Like, I've seen the Flash obviously go back in time in the TV show, which is, I like the TV show. That's also, it's very CW and whatever, but like that version of the Flash there, that obviously with the budget they had, the running back through time looked so cool where like every step he took rebuilt a bit more of the universe. And oh, fuck, that was, that was really good. Did but, they, um, so did they did they change the way that he runs? Because I remember him kind of like roller skating it was, almost. It was speed in... skating, yeah. It's still kind of yeah. that way. He's still got like wide arms, but his legs aren't like slippy. He was actually running though, wasn't he? Because I, was, like, I remember that looking yeah. worse in the in the trailer for the original cut where it was kind of like yeah, yeah it was kind of side yeah. sort of thing, yeah. That was a weeding thing of like, oh, make him run like a the speed C- skater. And it's like, why? The CGI on that is still really... I, they, the CGI is supposed to be all over. It is really... Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. like I said, it's an unfinished film and they only got another like 75 million to do to redo and add and do reach. So like, oh my God. the CGI <laughs> is like, at the beginning where like you see Superman's dead and like it cuts to Lex Luthor in the fucking... Krypton ship, and that's clearly just a composite from the that's other film. And it's it, it, it's like they just took a picture of him in that film, look, turning around and looking away, and kind of looped it in a way so it doesn't look like he's moving or moving a little bit. And it's yeah, just yeah. placed oh, in exactly, the water. Yeah. I, yeah, I've got the exact same note on that. Um, um, that Lex in the pool is horrible work. Yeah, um, but you know, I I like the Flash. Like my two favorite characters out of the movie are Flash and Aquaman. To be honest, I just think they add. Add a bit of life to the movie that was kind of missing. Yeah. Cyborg. Uh, what, about, I, what about Cyborg? Uh, uh, Get a grip of yourself. He looks terrible. Fucking hell. He looks terrible. He does. He looks really bad, and he's nothing but a just walking cliche. Life is so hard. Oh my god. I get that you turned into a cyborg, man, but it was out of death. If you want to kill yourself, go and do it. No offense. Yeah. I don't want to trigger anyone out there or anything, but I mean, <laughs> don't whinge about it constantly. It I is just. He spent the entire film walking around as if he'd just been told that he's got like a couple of days to live, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like he's literally just been given like a terminal cancer diagnosis, and that's his thing throughout the entire bloody film. And it's like, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. more serious than the grave. Like, yeah. I just couldn't. He started to grate on me. Like, I mean, the Flash, the Flash was the Flash. He was sort of like, you know, okay, I get it. He's meant to be jittery, and it kind of played into his um, sort of like superpower almost with him being so sort of energetic. Yeah. But like. Cyborg was just a fucking drag. And it's like when Ray Fisher was kicking off saying like, oh, you know, I, there was a bigger cut out there and I was cut out of it. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, your role was massively reduced. Yeah. But I can almost see why just because it's just such a downer. And, and big downer, yeah. And like... Yeah, and this is from the whole Booyah sort of thing, which is his big... Like, like the, you should the probably cyborg, <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the cyborg in Doom Patrol, I thought was a lot better than... This yeah. cyborg. He's a bit edgy himself, but he's like a the teenager. Best de- so like Yeah. 
it, yeah. it works, whereas this one is just oh, I just like Ray Fisher. To it's one of those things where like he plays he plays the character really like miserable, but like the guy looks like he's thirty five. And like any time yeah. I saw him playing football, I was like, "Why is this grown man in this football field?" <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the hell's going on? And like that one minute, one and a half minute football ballet scene, and like, yeah, that was okay. You you find out that he was good at football, and his mother supported him, and his mother was a linchpin to his family dynamic and everything, and they died. But you you you'd presume that though. I mean, that's the thing with these things. Yeah, is unless your parents are shown to be bad. You presume that they support yeah. you because that's what parents are supposed to do. And like you can get that yeah. across with the fact that Miles Dyson just doesn't really seem to connect with his son. You can get that without having the two minute yeah. football ballet scene. That thing. football scene was yeah. one of the scenes that they were going on about so much about how they cut it and about how it's. Yeah. He was, that was, again, when I was doing this fucking dive into all this nonsense. But they were like, this is a big, important scene. And I get that. Uh, I mean, it's, a, a, it's an odd thing with. You know the way Snyder's obviously made it. Obviously, with what happened in his life, you know he's yeah. very emotional. So he's trying to have these big moments where he's got to connect, and these are obviously deep themes to him about you know family and loss and all that. But that that shouldn't get in the way of being able to critique it's something. It's good storytelling, really. That's that's yeah. key. Though. And that's that need that it needed to go. I mean, you could. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a film. Yeah. So what, you, what you talked about is like, oh god, you know, this is not ruined anyone's life. Yeah. But that scene needed to go and so much of what they did with that character needed to go if they'd left it as that really condensed <clears throat> issue he had with his dad yeah how feeling i i got the impression that i mean i whether i was completely off, off base with it that the issue he had was uh, his dad selfishly used this thing to use his son as an experiment yeah and that's yeah. how he felt yeah um which you know, is a, a big theme. It probably could have played out with a better actor because I don't think he acted it very well either. Um, no. He was very, uh, I, I guess the best way to put it would be like millennial edge to it. That yeah. It didn't feel like there was any real emotion. It was just <laughs> anger for the, the sake of being, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like angry. For well, yeah, angry. Said that. <laughs> oh my God, he, he actually said, fuck the world. He actually said, oh fuck God. the world. It's like the it's world like, needs yeah, you. It's like, fuck I'm, the world. Uh, yeah, I'll just stop there, and I'll just say they wrote a line for that character where he said, "Fuck the world." That is enough. Like, yeah, yeah, man. The thing, um, the thing, the major question I had from the cyborg thing is, why doesn't anybody look at the road in these films? <laughs> like yeah. the two two yeah, car yeah. accidents happen, and it's both because they were looking at somebody else instead of the road. That's it's really just like, I think Snyder's got this impression that the only way to fall in love is via an automobile, and that seems to be. <laughs> Like whether you love your mother or whether you love the only way to show it is if you both sat next to each <laughs> other in a banged up old American car. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, who else? And so we're with him as well. Just uh, thing because I've got like a little cyborg. Oh, second. You know when he was sort of like when when Superman was about to go crazy. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, my threat uh, sensors are kicking yeah. off and all that sort of stuff." Yeah. It's yeah. like how it, it's. I thought that was a Whedon thing. I didn't realize that was in the original cut. That's dumb as fuck, man. It's it just... was, because yeah, he was standing was really still stupid. smiling at them. But then, like, later on, when he's at the mother box, Steppenwolf's coming up behind him with an axe. Yeah, no threat detection there. <laughs> where, where were they then? There's I mean, all these fucking guns and arms that come out and shit pointing behind you. I guess. When this I... massive guy with a space axe is coming to completely fucking lobotomize you. What the like... hell? I, I my theory is Cyborg's a homophobe. Because Superman was topless. That's, that's where I'm going with that. 
Oh my god, Drew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey, I didn't write it. <laughs> All right. Just, um, that's just the way it came across. I mean, you could you could argue. I mean, you could you can argue like fucking anything, but like because he's a product of the mother boxes, I guess that the, he was like his. All right, no, you know what? I don't care. Um, <laughs> don't try to sign logic when there is none. Um, what about uh, the villain? And what about like Steppenwolf and Darkseid and the uh, the the Sard? I think that's his name. Yeah, the, um, the CGI guys. Steppenwolf was another whinge bag. Green monsters number two, three, and four. I named them. <laughs> he always had yeah, such whenever... a sad face. Like yeah, Steppenwolf's like face, he, he always looked so dumbass. sad. Yeah, like a, he, he always looked as like if he was about to cry. Or a pug. He looks like a yeah, pug. Yeah. It looks like a pug who's like yeah. really hungry. It's like... <laughs> but you've just said that he can't have anything. But <laughs> yeah, he speaks like one as well. I mean, like, that was, when I come that was fucking Bane levels of fucking voice alteration. Like, some points I was like, "What did he say?" It was just especially oh. with uh, with Darkseid. Darkseid's yeah. voice was like I, I don't know. I think they did putting Darkseid in there was uh, you you they could argue all day long that you know he was the bigger villain he needed to be. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that Joss did correctly in removing him because yeah. you didn't need to see him. Yeah. Like at no point did they have a reveal for Darkseid where you, don't you, have... you felt like he was an imposing force. You just felt like a dude who was like, go and fetch me a planet. Yeah. And, and with, we'll with, without going... Come in a bunk with me or whatever. Mm. Well, without going to the tropey thing of just comparing it to like Marvel and the Avengers, like Loki is the bad guy of Avengers all the way through. Yeah. Like you don't need to know that he's... Do you get hinted that he's working for someone else? But you don't need to know don't it. It doesn't know it. carry yeah. the plot sort it's of thing. Flavor. It's just like it's Loki flavor, is the villain. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get like that little tease at the end, and you're like, ah, okay, I see. Yeah. Whereas um, this, this very that's, much that's the problem with this film is it's got that that uh, like the uh, the dog with two masters sort of feel to it. Like Marvel could do that if you. I mean, it's inevitable. You have to compare it to the way the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe has played out, but they could do that because they were still treading that new ground of threading bits, knowing that they had other movies coming. So DC obviously tried yeah. to jump on that train. And just do it all in one movie. But you've obviously got Snyder, who uh, was in control, sort of, I guess, creatively with a lot of it um, in the end, especially with this one. But then Warner Brothers obviously saying, we need to continue these things and make more. So you had two people sort of in control, as again with any film, but this one especially. (laughs) But it's like they both came to the conclusion that that was a good idea. Right. And Um, Darkseid didn't need to be in there. Yeah, it, it felt a bit like he was added just to kind of like be in there like like i said if this was two movies like it was originally planned to be you'd understand why like like you say steppenwolf's in the beginning you maybe get a hint of dark side at the of the at the um the flashback battle and why this the mother box is so important but then you don't really mention him until steppenwolf is killed and he has a better death in this film the the whole idea of like him being afraid of superman in the weed and cup meaning the parademons start attacking him because they can smell his fear is Really fucking stupid. Whereas in is this, that how he like, died in the first one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my in, God. This one, in this one, it was like, no, no, no. Like, all right, Superman comes and saves the day, which is a bit like, no, the Justice League need to be a team rather than just like, oh, somebody calls Superman and like, yeah. But like the 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 concept of them beating him and then throwing him back into the pool and then decapitating him is just like, yeah, that was badass. That was really that. fucking badass. And it's like, don't fuck. It, it. was badass. It's not like, don't fuck with still... <laughs> You know what I mean? But Superman could have still done all of that on his own. On his own I yeah. think that's what I didn't like about that. 
is mm. they made it seem like Steppenwolf was killed by the team. Yeah, but it's not. It was when really, it was Aquaman and it was Wonder Woman just getting in a last dig Yeah, as Superman was just decking him in the face. I mean, where Superman, you know where they were looking into the boom tube and he was in the background just decking Steppenwolf? Yeah. That was one of the moments I was like, I really, I really like this Superman. The guy's got, he's got some yeah. prowess about him. But I thought, just keep decking him, just kill him, just literally, just beat him <laughs> yeah. to death. Like you just, just get on with I, him. Um, like, stop playing with him. But then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, to talk about Superman, then, where, where do we start? Like, I still like Henry Cavill Superman. I like. That. Yeah. Dan said earlier about like the evil Superman thing seems a bit much. I think like Zack Snyder really likes Injustice. I think he really likes Injustice. I think he really, really, really likes Injustice. And it's like, we just need to let it go. And Justice works because we had 80 years of Superman being this paragon of truth and honor and hope. And like to see him turn is it's, it's interesting and new. You can't just introduce him in a movie, have him kill 10,000 people, and then suddenly everyone's like, yay, Superman! It's like, why? Why would you be yay, Superman? Why would you be sad Superman died? Like, the day before he died, he was in court being questioned about the death of 10,000 people that apparently he caused, and then it exploded. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you be sad that this monster, this monster from another planet died? You wouldn't care. You'd be like, finally, the Earth is free of this fucking terrorist. But, like, ah. I but like I I still like Cavill. I still like when when Cavill is being when he gets given the chance to be Clark Kent and be Superman, he really shines and he really comes through as like a really good choice. But I still don't understand why he picked that black suit. There's no reason for it. Oh, I've, I've got <laughs> there's no reason. That but black I, suit, I, I hate think it. it. Looks better. You think it's oh really? You I, think it's better, Drew? <laughs> I think it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I, 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 looks, I like the red blue. I, I don't like the, the way it came about. I think it was in, entirely yeah. pointless. It's done. It felt it was done a lot for the merch. You now they just chuck out a new costume. So I think it was done it. just because, like, oh, he had the black suit in the comics, so we're going to give him the black suit. But like, the black suit in the comics is a regeneration suit that he's buried in. So like, yeah. So this is this is where it. I bumped into it. It's where I bumped into it. When I saw the black suit in the trailer, I was like, oh, cool. So they bring him back to life, and he's got the black suit on. Because I, I think I did read Death of Superman about ten years or so yeah. ago. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So you'll have that for a little bit. And the thing where I bumped into with the black suit is you've got that sequence where he's walking through the Kryptonian ship. And you've got, which is quite a nice scene. I thought it was quite cool. You had both his fathers talking to him. I thought that was really, really well done. And it's it's that speaking to kind of like how his character was formed. Um, And they're kind of playing off each other quite well. Uh, Really like that. And they start going on about like, yeah, you know, you can be a beacon. You can save them all, Cal. It's like, yeah, you can be a symbol for hope. Yeah, hope, hope, hope. And it's like, right, I'm going to pick the goth suit. I'm going to pick <laughs> yeah. this suit. That's that is devoid of colour, devoid of hope, oh. the one that makes me look like a terrorist. I'm going to yeah. choose that one. And that's how I will present myself to the world. And I was that's, there like... That's how I felt. Why? I was, that, that seems so daft. And then at the end, when he ran towards the camera and he opened the chest and it was still the black one, I was there like, that suit outlived its purpose. It doesn't make any sense to me. Any sense. So, um, but, um, it, yeah. it was cool. If I, I'm all from wearing it for that scene, for like him coming back and beating the shit out of everybody, like it, you know that last thing where he is like wailing on Steppenwolf, like um, Drew was saying, looked fucking badass, and the suit kind of helped with that because it's like he's woken up, he's angry, he's confused, he doesn't really know what's going on, and he's just a fucking 
and he's seen batman who the last thing he remembers from batman is him trying to kill him and it's like these people, <laughs> yeah. yeah these people hate me i'm gonna fight for my life like but like he yeah like you said he's the problem comes from batman v superman where like clark Kent had an open casket funeral and like when he comes back to life how is everyone going to be like you're dead <laughs> like i saw yeah. your corpse i was at your mom's house you were in a coffin you were dead <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh no, that was my twin brother, Mark Kent. <laughs> Clive. And it's just like, what the fuck? But like I say, like, he should have been, like, the monument to Superman in the comics is where he's buried. And like, he should have been in there in his black regeneration suit and he should have came out there. But like, yeah, you couldn't do that because he's written into, he was written into a corner where he was buried at the family plot, which makes, okay, that makes more sense. But I don't know. I like, like, yeah, it suffers from Superman thing. A lot. Say, yeah, saves the day syndrome. <laughs> and, like the black suit doesn't make any sense. He should, and like it just like say it's one of those edgy choices where he was kind of like, oh yeah, we gave him the black suit because reasons, and it's like there's no reason for it. There's no unless no, unless I don't think you really know the the characters, and you're a director who really really knows the characters. It's one of the yeah. big things I I don't like with Hollywood. Then putting Superman with any team of people, you like I said, unless you know them, you paint you do paint yourself into a corner. Yeah. Because he true. has to become the uh <coughs> the, the savior. Like that is, yeah, that is it. Like he he that's the problem with Superman is like he is the most powerful being in the universe. So potentially. So like it, it it can't be helped that he will just come in and save the day. But then like when you read Death of Superman originally, like the reason why Superman like sacrifices himself is because Doomsday has literally torn through the entire Justice League, and like even yeah. to the point where Superman is at his like Doomsday has put him on his last legs. He's like, look, this is the last thing I can do is use every last bit of power I have to take this down, and I'm going to go with it. Whereas in like BVS and in this, it just felt like, oh, Superman died because he needed to die. Yeah. You know, and um, Superman came back because we needed him to come back, and it's like, you know what I mean? But yeah, the whole the whole thing was just written badly. It's it's written uh, like it's it's like fundamentally a, like, a, like a child would. It's like you know, you'd write down this happens, that happens. And yeah, it's like that's really one cool. of the things I found with it. It's like it felt like a film where just a lot of stuff happens, and like it just kind of happens, and then moves on, and then comes back, and then moves on. I found like. You'd be you you watch a scene and you'd watch a scene unfold and then you'd go somewhere else and then you'd come back to that you you pick up that scene a half hour later and it's like wait time's passed why am I back here like a lot of the cyborg stuff was like that you'd have him having a conversation with his dad yeah. and then he'd go to the Amazons or like Wonder Woman and you'd come back and be like wait I'm back here what day is yeah. it and you're like it's like what? fan fiction writ large yeah and like like that's Dan said, one of the first thing you said is like it didn't really start getting away from that until the end of the movie where like it was like okay we have the team we're bringing back superman and we need to face the bad guy and that's when the things started becoming more more because it was all very easy to follow and it all felt like it was moving in a reasonable pace it was um, linear yeah um did we should we talk about gunman i mean have we, have we talked about <clears throat> if gunman? you want him. i mean He's a, he's, a, he's a bit crap, isn't it? Um, he's just, yeah, it's like the wrong Batman, but like he's the Batman of this universe, I guess. That's the best way I can put it. He um, doesn't really add much to the film, I found. He is literally a, 
he's just a plot device to assemble them yeah. sort of thing he is you, kind of you like you remove batman and the film works yeah he's yeah. he's gnarly agent coulson it's <laughs> yeah. he's just going around and he's like recruiting them and they all come together and then he just becomes a background character for the most yeah. part like wonder I woman he's probably, yeah wonder woman would have had a, a chance to do this because she would have known she wouldn't have known about flash i guess but she would have known about the Atlanteans, and she would have gone there. Well, she knew... Yeah, but I mean, like, she could have probably discerned from, like, the handy thumbnails and email that, like, yeah. was sent. It's like, okay, well, I, I you know, I, I've got some resources I'm, I'm disposable. I might be able to find him. But, you know, the Bruce was, like, a plot device that was there just to kind of, like, drive the whole thing forward. So yeah. it's like, okay, well, we need the resources to find these people. Who's got these resources? Well, Bruce Wayne, he's got all the resources. Okay, fine. Uh, and so he can hunt down each individual person. And then, oh, we need a troop carrier because reasons. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a big flying troop carrier now that he is trying to fix by himself somehow. Um, yeah, and because yeah, a bunch of geniuses couldn't fix it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I'm glad that Bruce didn't actually fix it, and it was Cyborg, because that did kind yeah. of make a bit of sense, even if it was all like, it wanted to fly. It's like, okay, Cyborg. Okay. Dumb, yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the epilogue? Uh, nope. Do we have to? What <laughs> I said about that, the better. You sure? That was oh god. <clears throat> I tell you what, I did like about there was one line um, I did like from the Joker where he says a truce, Bruce. I thought that was yeah, kind of cool. Just that was it though. The rest of it, that cackle is gone. Oh, his laugh is um, so oh, shit. And he keeps coming. He, he's, he uses like three examples of how many. Like he goes, how many times, and then Batman gives a. Fucking whimsical one-liner, yeah. and then how many times? And then another one. And then how many times do you have to time travel? And I was like, just, you're not very threatening, dude. You're a bit of a pain I, um, in the ass. Plus, what was he? I, I he laughs like a seal with the lung condition. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, 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 yeah. Ah, ah, ah. yeah. I found that like, I his contrary to you know my reason, my usual <laughs> fucking train of thought. I didn't hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't outright despise his version of the Joker, but the reason why I don't outright despise it is because he feels like he's just channeling Heath Ledger. That's just how it feels. It feels like he's just being the Dark Knight Joker with a bit of a shitter laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if you if you had got someone, if if that was let's say for I mean the argument is always, you know, he's not as good as Heath Ledger. Yeah. But if you had Heath Ledger in that part, oh. then that whole scene would fall apart because he would be so good. Yeah. And that's that's I don't like the Dark Knight, but the the level of of writing for those characters in the Dark Knight, especially the Joker, you can see the, the difference between that and someone like Jared Leto. Yeah, um, I think it just is. He doesn't. Uh, I don't think he whether Heath Ledger got the character or not. I don't know, but he just he got his personification yeah. of the character. Yeah, he got exactly Jared... what it means to him, which meant he was absolutely assured in his performance. Where I don't think Jared Leto knows anything other than. If he's got makeup on and he's a bit crazy, <laughs> I'm a bit of a rock star. Maybe I could just channel some of that, and it just doesn't yeah. work. No, it doesn't. Jared Leto felt like but he I... was doing a Joker impression rather than actually, yeah. yeah, definitely being the Joker. It felt like it was more of an impression rather than inhabiting the role like Heath Ledger did. It was just, yeah. or, and making it his own. It's like, yeah, well, I just pull from a couple of different things, and yeah, Joker, why not? Um, that, that, and that yeah. Whole... Yeah, that whole scene is just like everything from it just seemed so tacked on and just pointless and just like, oh, we, we need, I guess we need to show what the future could be. And like Drew said earlier, like the Myra scene is just like everything she says is just horrific because 
what is that fucking accent? It's just like it was all over the place, man. And like Deathstroke, why is he there? Like he just seems to be there because he's there. Why would you like Cyborg literally says we can't stay out in the open too long? So they have a five minute argument with the Joker on the top of a freeway where Superman can just hear everything that's being said. It just felt so fucking stupid that whole scene. I like I I get why they did it did it like he clearly did a lot of that. I mean that was one of those where I I got the impression with that scene that he was aware that without fan outcry he was never gonna have an opportunity to make a sequel. So he had to give the biggest cliffhanger he could. Yeah, definitely. Right. So that was the only only reason he wrote that scene in the way he did. Everything that was mentioned from you'll never know why the boy wonder, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything that was mentioned was purely cliffhanger exposition. Cliffhanger bait, yeah. Simple bait, right. Yeah. So that's that scene doesn't work because it feels so forced. Yeah. Just to do that, just to go, here here's what we're gonna do, and then Superman comes in. And immediately it, it sort of uh I, I found myself not wanting i i got you know the whole point of that scene is you want to see how deathstroke got there how yeah. mary got there why aquaman is dead how flash has got all this cool tech uh why batman's got to a point where he's he's willing to make a truce with uh his biggest nemesis but i didn't find myself wanting answers to any of those questions i just wanted to fucking go downstairs get something to eat i've been <laughs> sat there for four fucking hours yeah it's, it's, yeah so the other reason that I don't like that that scene though is just because what they could have done is said like you know I know ten years later little thing on the bottom of the screen just saying that why does yeah. it have to be some weird kind of dream that makes no sense whatsoever none yeah. of those characters are psychic there's nothing like you oh, know you can say like in days of future past at least they've got like psychics beaming their consciousness back in time to warn them mm. or what have you but this. I don't understand why it's always Bruce having a dream. This, yeah, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Just, just literally say, 10 years later, something like that, and then you go, this is clearly the future. This could yeah. be what happened. It doesn't have to be him waking up from a dream and then being all chipper with Martian Manhunter. Because it's, not, it's not even just that. You've got to think, like, in most comic book universes, like, the, like multiverses exist. It could just be one possible future. You know what I mean? It could be one of yeah. a million possible... It doesn't need to... Yeah. It doesn't need to tie directly back to the character. It just it seems so weird. Right. So that was the Snyder Cut, everyone. Uh, final, right, final scale. I think I said this to Dan. Good movie, bad movie, just a movie. Drew? It's, it's just a movie. Fucking just hell. A movie. It's just a movie. Well, would you call it? Yeah, whatever. It's, it's fucking exist, doesn't it? There's no, no doubt about that. <laughs> fucking someone had to make it. Four hours of my life, I'd fucking pissed away. Yeah. Or watching nothing. <laughs> so Drew, I'm surprised you didn't call it a bad movie, Drew. <laughs> I well, I, let's let's not fucking let's not shoot Cody. That thing was a heap of shit, right? The first one was was garbage, but it was garbage because you know it was a, a bunch of shit that had roughly been pressed into the shape of a movie. <laughs> this one was just everything. Oh, Drew! Like he just went. I, I'm gonna. I've I filmed a scene where Aquaman he uh, he has a drink. That's got to be in it. I filmed this. I've got to put that in it. And even to me, as if four hours, as if four hours wasn't long enough. Oh. He did like, didn't he have like a minute at the beginning where he's like, I just want to thank the fans for yeah, this. Was, you already fucking it. made it. Like, yeah, you that's the thank you. Whenever you wanted. Yeah. Like no one fucking, no one cared until your little fucking idiot mates were all like, oh, could you release your movie for us? Because we want to see nothing else happen. The bad guy lost. 
and Superman was probably a bit of a dick at the end, and the rest of them were probably a bit of a dick as well. And that's that's about all I took from that film. Everyone in that film was just a dick. They just wanted something, <laughs> except for except for Wonder Woman. At least Wonder Woman like did something. But even then, she had to lasso a guy up and go, "This is my lasso of truth." Yeah. Like, that, yeah. and she goes, "And you I hate it when she has to say that. The fuck, you yeah. don't need you don't need to say that. Yeah. He's gonna tell you the truth." Fucking, it was just so much shit. I'm just like, just cut that out. Just get rid of that. Get rid of that. He could have just had the film open with Batman just going, oh, well, this is a bit of a shit show, isn't it? Then we get the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see the Drew McCloud. I want to see the yeah. Drew McCloud cut. I'm just like, oh, it's a bit of a shit show, isn't it? I'm Wonder Woman! Superman! Nothing in that film felt threatened. The invasion, right? Darkseid comes down. Plans to invade Earth. Yeah. They have a fight for like I've seen fights outside pubs last longer than that. <laughs> Twenty minutes, and some dude hits him with an axe, and he's like, "Fuck, better bail. I better get out of here." He and gets uh, swords, doesn't he? Like Thanos. Well, the gods die. Yeah, he just gets. Well, fucking then. Should have aimed for the right, head. Let's say the gods died, and then Superman died, and then Darkseid didn't even bother coming back. He sent some dude that he he fired for being so shit at his job. <laughs> to go and do the biggest job of his life, right? So true. So Steppenwolf did such a horrible job, the dark side was like, you are fucking incapable of anything. Get out of this house. You're not allowed home. So, so why are you there? Okay. Uh, I need I need sustenance <laughs> to live. Okay, 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 you get it. Right, okay, you get it. <laughs> so even though Drew said it's just a movie, I think he says it's a bad movie. Dan? Um, I- I'd say it's... it's- it's just a movie with some exceedingly dumb choices. Like I said, if I ever had the energy to, I would probably rewatch it, but I can't imagine I ever yeah. will just because it's so long. And it's, I know I am much, I'm very much a fool, but I think it is also because like I've recently watched Batman v Superman and it's like, well, this is better. So it's kind of sticking with me a bit more positively than yeah. thing. And like I said, I've never seen the original cut, so I don't really have anything to go by in, in that respect, but yeah, it's just it's 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 a movie. I'm I'm very sort of like me about it. It's got some stupid decisions. Like going back to that sort of like that last battle thing. Um, what's the thing I wrote here? Like so, with the mother boxes when they've left them behind, and we said this earlier. It's like how did we forget that? Um, so the Atlanteans and the Amazons they have really elaborate cages and ceremonies to seal these boxes, and then the world of man are like dig a hole, just chuck some dirt <laughs> over it. No, they don't have <laughs> like, elaborate ones. What they do. Is they build? This is what I fucking couldn't get about. They build targets. They were like, we we better hide these. The Amazons have the ability to go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. They have a fucking kraken. Yeah. Make the kraken swallow it. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch a movie of Dark Side fighting the kraken, right? But instead, they both <laughs> just put them <laughs> on, on a pedestals. Yeah. On just a plinth in a cave. Yeah. Right, and that's it. And they go, no one will ever suspect <laughs> that this right. is here, and it's fine. Uh, just a movie from Dan. Just uh, just a movie, and also um, just fuck this music is the um, <laughs> sort of thing that I put there because the yeah. musical choices throughout the entire film were fucking awful. Like it was just drab. Apart from I still love Wonder Woman's theme, as out of place as it sounds whenever she jumps in with it. Yeah. I love it, but the rest of it is just awful, 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 awful. So, would you all like to know my verdict? <laughs> Did you like it? I did. Bet you liked it. I didn't hate it. I, I, I'd watch nah. it again. I think, like I said, I'd watch it again, but ideally I'd I'd like an hour cut out of it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. But you had, yeah, I think you had fun with the first. It's definitely better than Yeah, the, um, it's definitely better the than the Wounded Cut. I like it enough. I can look past, like, it's just too long. That's my feeling. Is like, it just feels like I said before, they threw everything at the wall. And that's just that, that's the thing. It's just like everything's in it now. We've, there's nothing left on the cutting room floor. This is all of it. And it's like, it doesn't, that's not really a cut. That's just everything. You need, it needed yeah. to be, it needed someone to come in and say, look, this is pointless and these things, and just cut an hour out of it, take some of the slow-mo away, make some less creepy choices, like the fucking, like the hot dog and stuff. But so if I ever feel like, like I do, it, I'd watch it again. You know, I'd watch it again. I, the thing is, because it's so my least sequels will ever happen. I, yeah. I don't think... I don't think there's any reason to kind of like to, to watch it again for me. There's nothing in this one that makes me really feel anything apart from kind of like, you know, sad about various missed opportunities that they've had yeah. and like how things could have been handled differently. Like, you know, I'll go to like, I, I you know, out of the vast array of Marvel films, there's one there for pretty much every mood that I'm in. Yeah. Um, if I want to feel good and just have like some fucking hope back in the world and some, so guys kicking ass or what have you, then that scene in Endgame when the on your left scene, all of that, yeah. that just makes you go so every fucking time. You're like, oh, that's so fucking cool. Um, but like this, this, this film didn't really make me feel anything. And as such, there's, unless there's going to be a sequel, there's no reason for me to revisit it. No worries. Right. Um, that's the Justice League Snyder Cut, Justice Cut Snyder Justice League. Um, next week, we can do Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island, not Kong Skull Island. Kong vs. Godzilla vs. Kong. Island. That's Skull Island. Godzilla vs. Kong is out next week, so we can talk about that. Um, we'll I probably may... Watch the... Yeah, it's out Wednesday. Um, we probably won't talk about it for fucking an hour. <laughs> but <laughs> it'll be... Well, that, that film's going to be a... It's going to be pretty self-explanatory, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, um, that was it. That was episode one of this mess. Uh, yeah, uh, been... a podcast uh, for people who've been in a room with us wishing they had a mute button. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. I've been me, Ian. Uh, I am at PillowPants on Instagram, PillowP4NT5. Dan is... Uh, I, I continue to be Dan. Um, I don't know my Twitter handle off the top of my head. I think it's... I don't know what it is, to be honest, because I just kind of just look at Twitter. Let's bring it up. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to just see me talk shit on Twitter, which I don't really do. I'm just your, at uh, Dan Morton. At Dan underscore Morton. That is how your, um, straightforward my Twitter handle is. Plug your Gundam account, Dan. Oh, yeah. I, I Well, it's not on video, but behind me there are many plastic Gundam models that I build. Uh, so if you like Gunpla and model building, um, then it's Gundan underscore 101, uh, G-U-N-D-A-N 101 uh, on Instagram. And yeah, you can just see me, just the robots. Awesome. Awesome job. Drew? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> plug, <laughs> plug, your, plug your art adventure. Plug, 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 plug. My art adventure. I don't even. I can't even remember what. Does anyone know what my? Uh, oh, it's there. Suede tattoo. It's on Instagram. I don't do much. I just draw pictures of uh, usually um, anything cyberpunk. We covered that. I don't really have much of a life outside of wishing I was living in the cyberpunk future. So it's it's really good. It's a good, awesome. good bit of good bit of art on that channel. Channel. I guess. Yeah. Uh, channel yeah. on Instagram. I don't have Twitter. I don't I can't have be Twitter. Out with people's five second fucking opinions. 
Right. I just use uh, it for news. Yeah, that's been the podcast. I hope everything's gone well. I'm hoping it's all recorded, because if it hasn't, I don't think we're going to be able to have this conversation again. So uh, we'll catch all two of you next week. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye, I guess. Oh, awesome. I've got to stop the... Uh... I've got to stop the recording. And you've got to edit that. Yeah. Cut it in post. <laughs>